Do-do-do-do-do-do. Brandon. Yes, sir? It's a pre-show. It's a countdown. So this is, this is where we plug stuff. I got to come with a better... This, this ad says shopsketchgrab.com. It's, <sighs> I got some stuff coming for this. So we can... Sometimes people don't want to buy stuff. They just want to send me a couple bucks. You know? That'd be nice to them. Yeah, I could pay for this coffee. Uh, Nobody sends me any bucks. That I'm drinking right here. That was the worst slurp I've ever heard in my life. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I set myself up for that one, didn't I? Yeah, it's too easy. It's too easy. (laughs) It's too early is what it is. No, why why punch down, Brandon? Why punch down? (laughs) So, we... About six minutes here. We'll let everyone show up. Just relaxing here, chilling, chilling here. Where is this? Where, 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 where would we call this part of the podcast? Where would we? Uh, the the buffering. The sketch alley. Like, <laughs> just hanging out. I should definitely. I should draw like a sleazy little alley in the potato the back. Sketch, the sketch cave. <laughs> The sketch cave? Well, this all takes place in the sketch cave, right? So. All right. Rob's, you can tell Rob's a big Batman Michael Keaton fan because the way he sits there in front of his computer monitor is very... It's a dark room with nothing but like 40 monitors lit, glasses on, turtlenecks crossed. Yes. Turtlenecks. Receding hairline. There you go. <laughs> that would be a good, be a good picture, though, if you can just somewhat recreate that for your... You know, for your uh, anything that'd be a good picture. You know, you got the 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 rounded glasses. I the think rounded had. glasses. Yeah, very nineties. You know, they always had the rounded. Eighties. You know, the rounded glasses. Is that well? Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Which means they shot in eighty eight, Brandon. Right. So it's eighty. Well, I say because of the crow, I think of the the bad guy now with the rounded glasses, and I just think of. Cause he was, you know. cause he grew up in the eighties. You know what I mean? Like he hit his, yeah. he was still wearing his eighties fashion. It's very Slash from Guns N' Roses. That's that's the first eighties. Back to the eighties. Could probably say seventies. I think, I think Ozzy did that first, right? Or was that Lennon? It's probably John Lennon, right? Either or, right? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. British, right? The, I guess. Are they? <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, Aren't we all? I wasn't a Beatles fan. And all of us except for the Native Americans. And there you go. And all the people who aren't. <laughs> just, I just offended like half our audience. You know? I'm not British. I'm probably not either. I don't fucking know. I don't know what I... I if you drink tap water, there's a little bit of something in you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm one-third Oxycontin, and I've never even taken the fucking pill. You know what I mean? <laughs> you ever get that filtered water, but you keep drinking the tap water? Yeah, at the gym all the time. Yeah, my wife uh, hates. Like, what? I just, my wife will. My wife will do the nice bottled water from home, and mm-hmm. I will just drink straight out of the water fountain at the gym all day. Mm-hmm. And she just like looks at me. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, we pay for the filter water. It's, it's really good. To drink out of the house. Yeah, <laughs> used to. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I You're drinking right now. Week, <laughs> just just lean over, Brandon, right now. Just lap it up, like. <laughs> Three Ari, minutes. Ari joins us in the chat and says, "Hey guys." Hey, hey three guys. minutes. We're gonna start the podcast, folks. I, I gotta get a timer too, so people can see. You know. Yeah. 
little, uh, make it like a little clock with a potato. Hey, why don't you fucking do it? Hey, why don't you fuck? Hey, why don't you fucking do it, Brandon? Why don't you fucking help out? Hmm? Thank you. It's your I, fucking suggestions. You're the talent. <laughs> the voice talent. Yeah. The talent. I just show up and rock. The the, you just show up. That's that's about it. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Two minutes. <laughs> Two minutes. I know it's an absurdly long intro, but. But at least people have time here to look at shopsketchcraft.com. You know, if I don't pimp my shit, who will? Who will, Brandon? Our loyal bots, of course. <laughs> they're not loyal. They turn on everybody. You know? But, but, they're our bots. So we accept them. And we accept them as they are. They run off to 4chan and ruin the internet. But hey, that's how it goes. Feeling pretty good about this podcast, Brandon? I'm feeling so great. <laughs> Feel like you could just lap up some hose water. <laughs> mm. You shove your face in the cup like a cat sometimes, just like, <laughs> like a dog. I just put the bowl in front of me and I just, I just lap it up with my tongue. Just, ah, it's got last night's dinner bits in there. My beard. Yeah. You know, I need to trim my beard. My beard's getting super thick. Like she don't, Jessica doesn't like it when it gets the beard this thick, but like it's really thick. And last night I was eating a turkey sandwich, oh, and then like, yeah, and then like there's honey mustard in my mustache. Uh, I'm like, well, I'm uh, gonna eat it because I'm fat, but hopefully I don't eat hair with it. Yeah, eventually. Do you rinse it off in the yeah. shower and you just see bits of dinner, like just fly in the floor? <laughs> <laughs> like if I just put the camera towards the tub, it just you know it looked like someone was was washing off a turkey dinner. Yeah. <laughs> 45 seconds, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I think we could just do a regular podcast like this. We'd have to call it, I don't know what we call it, Tater Thoughts. Tater Thoughts, mm. yeah. Maybe the one time you don't talk. Maybe yeah. the whole podcast, yeah. you don't say shit. Yeah, it's fine. Hmm. All right. 20 seconds. That's it. Anything else, Brandon? Here we go. Alright. We're gonna go. Here we go. That did not work. Why did that not work? <laughs> there now. Real time art doesn't even say the right thing. This whole podcast is hose. <laughs> That's what I get. You know, this is just par for the course today, folks. That's how it goes. So, okay, that is not the video that was. Here's the thing: I do all this in the OBS live, right? So I don't have to like put this shit together and post. But sometimes, sometimes my computer just wants to fuck with me. So it's cool. Hey, you know what? It's cool. I'm not fixing it. <laughs> not doing it, Brandon. Not doing it. So, yeah, I got to fix that later. But on this podcast, we rolling the way we rolling. 
Brandon, I am not looking at the Twitch, so you're going to have to be the eyes and ears there, buddy. All right? Oh, good luck with that. And we're going to have to get you logged so you can ban people if they start putting up really horrendous shit in there. So. Yes. All right. Um, so what are we going to do? We are going to do uh, commentary over my Wolverblade digital line art. That's what this is. So a uh, final piece will look like this. This is the actual art. Um, this, before we start, is the roughy, the blobby, I call it these days. It's a little bit of a construction roughie with blobbed in details, right? This is what I generally do by myself before I start anything. Um, and look, depending on the client, there could be iterations and ideas. This is interior art for Megavisions issue 9. Um, the final layout. I'll bring this up here. We'll go into, it'll look like this. This is gonna go in the game. It look like this. <laughs> it's gonna look like this. I mean, well, that is the final art, but you know what I mean. You see what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> Do we all follow my nonsense? Do we get this? Am I fucking yes. it up too badly here? So, uh, that's what it needs to fit into. So, I had this little piece. Looks cool. I really like the. Uh, I'm weird. I like the uh, the border a lot you had on that with the the teal and the oranges. Yeah. <laughs> Forget all this drawing shit. It's the colors yeah, of the border. The <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the way everything ties in visually with the art piece and the borders and stuff. You know, it's just just saying like a lot of people don't think about the way your art will be framed or what it'll go into or what it's surrounding. You know what I mean? You just make an art piece sometimes, but you don't think about what where this art's actually going to go or what it's for as far as. Well, I got a little bit of history, too, with this, but uh, to comment on that, yeah, so the final color and temperature of this layout, I did that as well, and this was not the original one. I did this, I did one, maybe I can, sh do I have it? I may have deleted it, so I may have been like, fuck, let's see if this opens up. These files get crazy, they can eat up a lot of my system resources. I'll show you my first pass at this, because it was um, tied to Golden Axe, this layout. Um, and I was using Golden Axe colors, and I didn't like it. So let's see. Nope, nope. I don't think... Nope, that's the final layout. So let me see if I can... I'm going to give it one more shot. See, the problem with CS6, which I'm using now, is uh, you can't preview the fucking PSDs in yeah. that little window. i got to use Bridge, and I don't feel like dragging Bridge over right now because I'm streaming and Bridge sometimes. There it is. So this was the original colors using... The uh, golden axe, and I was like, "This was my color roughy I did right over my blob," and I'm like, "This don't fucking match." And I'm looking at the colors of the game, you know, and this screen with the blood kind of match, but I'm like, eh, "This fucking thing looks horrendous." So what I did is I let it go, and I finished coloring, drawing and coloring the Wolver blade piece, um, like so, and then I went back and fixed it to match this, which ah, looks so much better. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Look, look, guys, not everything I do, look, not everything you do is going to be a winner. All right? And so there's two things you can do. You can fight with it and try to force it into something. I'm going to make this fucking thing work. Or you just fucking walk away for a while. <laughs> In this case, a week. Now, this is the problem with production. 
is in a real production environment, you can't take off for a week. What generally happens is if, if you ain't cutting it, an art director will take over the piece, either hand it to someone else or fix it himself or herself. And if that ain't working, then it just ships broke. And people go, why did they just try to get it right? I'm like, because she had to ship. You know, like that is yeah. that is a legitimate... Look, dude, that is... This is a whole nother conversation. Like, not for this, right? But I do want to say... That for all the people out there, when you watch a movie or a TV show and you're like, why didn't they do a better job? It's like, fucking shit had to be turned in by a certain date. You do the best job you can do until you can't do it anymore. And generally, the answer comes after it's done. Because it's yeah. easier for everybody to have an opinion on some shit after the fact. Right? Like, way oh, yeah. easier to look at some shit and go, I wouldn't make the Star Wars movie like that. Like, okay. You know? <laughs> but with, with, with no movie being made, why don't you try and do it, you know? So, or what if you make a movie and it's broke, how do you fix it? You know, so, one of the many realities of production, I should make a video, how to like, I don't know, one of those stupid videos where they're like, I had a guy today, he makes good content, you know, and it's all like, how to overcome procrastination, shit like that. And I'm like, I don't, none of this matters to me anymore because I don't have these problems. But people send me the videos and I'm like, look Rob, here's how you can overcome procrastination. And I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> you think I'm not working? Get out of here. But it's one of those things where it's like, I can tell you this, you know, but I doubt when you're in the middle of production, you're going to remember. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to be like, I think someone gave me some advice about this once. Well, who was it? Was it that Sketchcraft guy? You know, I remember they were talking about hoses and drinking water and fuck all. But, um, but yeah, so getting these teals with the yellow and brown. This this takes a while to, to arrive at, you know. Right. But before, so, so good thing I pointed it out. Well, or I just would have got on with the fucking video. But thanks, Brandon. So <laughs> dragging shit out. So this will be the final art. But this is the blobby that I start with. Um, any notes about the blobby? So generally, this character starts out as a silhouette. I literally just blob him in. Which I think I can uh -huh. show you. I can show you guys because I save it. Sort of. Oh, I can tell you this. This would be a good thing to bring up. So on this one, the pose was a little bit more dynamic, little action figure with this leg, but and had smaller feet. But then I noticed in the game they their feet are a lot the same size as their legs. So I had to go back and change it and less dynamic. So, you know, it doesn't really look like he's moving anymore. Which look the the one way to fix that is to change the pose and do shoulders forward. You know that like uh yeah, yeah. you know, classic Capullo with the cable and all the guns thing. Right. But I wasn't changing the pose, man. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, I kind of just want to keep this shit real simple. Like, here's a character, here's the character, another character's head. Like, I didn't want to change too much about that. Um, another thing about this is I was originally contract con contacted um, five, six years ago. I can't remember. 2013, six years ago, to do... Uh, the artwork for the game. These artwork you see here, these these cutscenes, these were drawn uh, by John John Samiavara. Red J. Everyone knows him as Red J. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he did these cutscenes. But before him, the uh there's two guys on this game. My one of them, Michael Harold. Michael Held? Harold, whatever. He uh hit me up and asked me to do them. He really liked my art, and I did not trust myself to turn that shit in on time, so I passed. Like I, got, <laughs> I just did Game Cave, and I was really busy, so I recommended Red J, and 
Nice. Jay did it. So super awesome, dude. Um, and then, so it's always been on my mind to do a piece of Wolverblade art, which people are like, what's Wolverblade? It's on a Switch, PS4, Steam, all that stuff. You can get the game. Um, he and I talked for a long time. I was a big fan of Michael Harold held fully illustrated on Twitter. He, um, he designs websites for a lot of different companies, but he did a lot of indie games. Like you remember the game Shank? It was a hand-drawn mm. game. They also did a ninja game. These hand-drawn. They're really cool. If you saw him, you probably remember it. But I knew that his I knew his work from that. And so I was like, oh, you do all these websites. He's like, you know my work. I'm like, I sure do. So it was fun to be able to draw a piece of art that would go with the game and the layout and everything. So but I recorded I don't generally record folks this blobby stage because I found that uh when I feel like I'm being watched. I get really fucking annoyed. Um, so this part I do by myself. Fun part about doing blobbies is you can just blob in hair. You know what I mean? You just blob. Draw, drawing hair takes a lot of work, but if you just blob the shit in, you can trace right over it. So, Any questions, Brandon, about the blobby phase? Anything there? Nothing we didn't cover in our, our last silhouette video. Right. I got to get that up on. I'm editing that. It has to be edited. Again, that. That Saturday school, so uh, we'll be doing Saturday school once a month, first Saturday of the month. I'm working on working that into the regular schedule, folks. So, um, but all I did was use a hundred percent round brush. That's it, and there'll be a link to my brushes in this video on YouTube um, that I use. It's not going to impress you. You're going to get and go. This is it. This is all you use. Yeah, and you're like, but Rob, it looks like there's an opacity right there. I'm like, yeah, because when I was drawing it, I accidentally hit this fucking button. And did this, <laughs> you know. Sometimes I act, I turn the the uh, the opacity down to like sixty percent, and that's how you get that. It's just, it's just sometimes, it's neither here nor there. I think a lot of times though, like when I want to sketch, I'll sketch like at eighty percent if I want a semi-transparent. Like I was picking his orange, and then uh, thanks. Oh, I set to curtain below all layers, um, and so if I do this. See there. Oh look. Oh shit, Brandon. I look. Look, it's true. I didn't lie. I didn't. Some people think you're hiding techniques. You know. All right. There. Look, I got the same effect. Ooh, it's not. It is funny. I call these blobbies so at work when I turn concepts in. I'm like blobbies away, and they're like, <laughs> you know, they're like 20 years of doing this. Never heard that term before, but it's catching on. So blah 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 blah. All right. Let's get the video going. Here we go. So I have sped this stuff up times four so uh, this is about an hour so it took me about four hours to draw this piece so this is the same brush that round brush just scaled down to about four to six pixels and you can see it's about 72 percent opacity so uh, I tend to just start off with faces by drawing the nose gives me a good anchor nose and eyes nose first the eyes second. I mean, people always notice if the faces are fucked up. People notice right away in an art piece. I stress like, over that. You can fuck anything up, but if the faces are fucked up, you're you're done. Right. So, but these are this is not hard, dude. These are angry fucking buff dudes. I can draw angry buff dudes all day long. That's my speciality. It's <laughs> your forte. I think of Brandon. Hell yeah. Without tits. No. Um. 
what am I without those, Rob? <laughs> Just a hose-drinking man-child, you know? There we go. Just a man-baby. Mm-hmm. Well, what am I going to stare at when we talk, Brandon? My so, eyes. So here I'm drawing his little braids, and you're going to see me redraw these. I'm looking at it now that it looks just fine, but for some reason, for some reason, I'm like, nope, I'll keep mess, redrawing mess, mess, yeah. yeah, it's funny. I'm looking at it now like, should have just kept that, but nope. I do like to throw little, like, construction lines around hair so I can see the volume of it. So I'm also erasing with the same brush. It's like 70% opacity. 70 to 80 depends. I think I, ju- I jump between 80 and 60% depending on how much I want there. But I like to leave those little like, it's like a kneaded eraser. I like to leave little bits in there. Little bits. Right. I just, just, add, little bits. It just adds fun to the piece. You know, it's like when we, when we used to, not anymore, but when we used to do Comic-Cons, you know, and sometimes when I did sketches and when you did sketches all the time, people would ask us not to erase any of the, like, underlining. You know, they wanted that extra little bit of yeah. grit, little knickknacks of pieces in there that just kind of stood out, you know, in the final rendering, which is just cool. You know, it just shows you a little bit of it. You ever see someone draw, like, a sketch cover and then they ink it and all that cool shit went away? Right. <laughs> it goes away. Yeah. They're like, it looks clean. You're like, God damn it. I mean, the, you know, I know you've told me, you know, when you're inking it, you should be pushing shapes forward, backwards, you know, plus and minus in and well, pushing every, and pulling hold things. Hold on. In. I don't want to say inking it, but anytime you're drawing, every phase, you're trying to constantly push the shape. See, there's me working out braids. Like, which way do I fucking do these? I overthought this. But the first time would have been fine. But here we go. But yeah, I constantly, it's called plusing. You want to constantly plus your shapes. You want to make certain that you're pushing things forward and not starting out with a sketch and then ending up with a lesser drawing. You know, you want to constantly make sure that the final drawing exceeds the initial idea as much as possible. And I know it seems like a simple bit of advice, but I can assure you a lot of times when shit don't work out, it's because it did not exceed the initial idea. And somewhere along the way, um, things flattened out, got less dynamic. Like these little like hair tufts, like drawing some really thin and then super thin, some really thick and then super thin underneath. I call these little like triangle diamond shapes. I see them being like really three dimensional in my head when I draw them. Like, yeah, for me they're fun. They're fun little shapes to do. And you gotta really fall in love with shape design if you if you want to draw like stylized art. It's not trying to find a style like here's how I draw ears now. Like you're gonna be asked to draw ears a hundred different ways. What you want to do is fall in love with shapes and mm, shape right. design. So if they want a smaller or bigger ear, you know how to just create a different shape. So you can have little little hairlines, but those lines are going over the form. If I drew little construction lines like three-dimensional construction grid shapes like a 3d model those tufts would follow that right and you you can even see here how you how do i put this so you can see how the beard is laying on the chest like the chest is pushing his beard upward and it's not flat where some people might draw the beard going straight down so like if they drew the face the beard would be flat but here you made sure that the 
beard and mustache are wrapping around his collarbones and chest and being pushed up by his his upper body, which, you know, working. I said working. I don't want to say working under you. That sounds bad. Working with you <laughs> Get down. and having your help. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned to like you know make the like the belt that goes across his chest actually curve. You know things that need to go over shapes and not just on, on top of the shapes as far as flatness. So that was my biggest thing when I when we you first started helping me. You're like this shit is so flat, and I'm like, what are you talking about? It's got there's curves. And you're like, yeah, you got weird jaggy angles, but it doesn't mean there's curves and shapes. So I'm not even there yet, but I notice it now when I start to do things. I'm like, oh, I'm going to round this top of the ear. I'm going to make sure this nose sticks out a little more, these hands or the shoulders, you know, and I start thinking of actual muscles and the way things lay on top of them. Which it just really helps your piece look more dynamic. I like these little like triangle beards. This is what keeps me from drawing at Marvel. Like your shit's too cartoony, Rob. <laughs> right. Mark Brooks, he could really set you straight. You know. <laughs> I mean, not sexually, you know, but. Yes. <laughs> we got it, Rob. <laughs> Do you understand what I was trying to imply there? Uh, sometimes. That was a crapshoot. Like, why don't you just draw it like Adam Hughes? I'm like, I could. And then I would throw myself off a building. You gotta, you, like, like, you gotta do what's in you to, to do. You know, like, I went through a whole thing this week with someone who was, like, trying to give me advice on how to be a better pro from a pro, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a little on my mind. I'm like, I can't throw that pro under the bus because... It's not good for your career, but they were just like, if you did this, you could be working. And I'm like, I don't want to work. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously, guys, I don't. I've worked enough. I prefer drawing how I like to draw. So, oh well, oh well. Guess I'm not going to be. Cur- I'm not going to be adding to the pantheon of Batman comics, all seven billion that are printed every month. <laughs> I don't count. No, you're not relevant. But here, you know, like this again, this is, I'm drawing around, but I, I see the shapes. I think when you're starting out, you're going to need to draw as many construction lines as possible. Um, so you can really get a sense of where those shapes are. I, I, I can't stress this enough, dude. You know, there's, I get shorthanding, especially when you're at a convention or you're under deadlines, but if I see the number one thing that I think affects artists as they get older, is you can see when they stop doing this. They just sort of like start to shorthand their work and then eventually it becomes a parody and then all of a sudden they're doing weird shapes or just vague outlines of the thing they used to put a lot more effort in. You know? Yeah. And, and look, that's fine if it's working out, but I look, it's 15 <laughs> year old Rob really, uh, really caught on to that and I can't, can't let him down. So. Action figure anatomy, though. This is this is always fun. It's like drawing little He-Man figures. This kind of stuff. Right. People are like, you can get the He-Man toy? I'm like, nah, man. I kind of make them in my head all the time when I'm drawing this stuff. 
It's moving a little quicker than I like, but it's only sped up four times, which is normal. I guess I must have been drawing faster. <laughs> That's unusual. That's yeah. Usually you take like ten hours. Got the belly button. He's an Audi. It's kind of an innie, but it's got a little little belly button flap. Yeah, I don't know how to draw like in one clean stroke. Like, boom, there's my shit. You know, like I see right. some artists doing. They're like, you just get this uh, pen brush out here and you just draw the whole thing perfectly in one draw line. I'm like, nah, Rob. Not Sketchcraft. Nope, nope, nope. I'm trying to add some kind of like flex design. Like the, those ab things, I'm always. Those abs, man, when you're drawing the muscular abs, I like to try to. I don't know what you call it. Like the. Uh, if you take a shopping bag and you fill it with jello, you know, <laughs> you can you just squish it? I don't know. Like, it, I try to get this, like, clenched twisting with the muscles, you know, like. Don't don't let Rob lie to you. He's at home, and he takes, like, a baking pan, okay, you know, for cupcakes, and he pushes it real tight against his stomach, and then he lifts it off, and he sees the imprint, and then he takes a picture, and he uses that as reference. So these are Rob abs right here, right? <laughs> I've never had those abs, even when I was in the army. Even when I was 142 pounds, bro. Really? I I don't have that in like gen. You know, so so some of it's genetics. It definitely is because I 142 pounds. I didn't have those, so it's not in me. Mm. I'm never oh, getting yeah, down to that. Of, you know, layers of goodness. I had to starve Sugar. myself for two years to get down to that. People thought I had cancer. It was horrendous. Uh, that's not happening. This sort of thing, too, man. I guess, you know, look, if you're drawing, like, comics, can't spend a lot of time getting this anatomy all fucking, like, perfecto, you know? Like, you kind of have to shorthand a bit. So, like, what I would do is... Uh, what would I do? <laughs> I guess I'd work longer hours. I don't know. I mean, it only took me four hours to draw this. I mean, it's the size of a comic page. So this would be like a... The equivalent would be if this were like a big pinup in the book. You know? Right. So... What I would do is I just wouldn't do any thick or thin. Like, I would literally put an outline around it at most and be like, that's it, folks. Get it colored. You know? But this, I like, I'm doing the whole thick and thin thing. Which, I don't know, man. I mean, does it matter to you, Brandon, when I do this? Is it... I'm always back and forth. Am I putting too much effort into the line weights? Always. <laughs> no, I mean, I like, I think you do put way too much effort into it, but it's usually for a purpose. I mean, if you're adding like a thicker line around his admins right there, it's to push the abdomen and the chest closer to the image than color, the arm. Dude. I don't, I'm oh, going no. back and forth on this. Like, do I, should I not bother doing it? Like, no, know. you spend way too much time on your, your line weight thickness. When it's all colored, nobody really goes like, you know what? He probably could have went a little thicker on that on that left bicep. It would have really made the piece better. Knuckles. These are fun to draw. These little... I, don't know, I could ask the chat room, Ari, if you're still in the chat, do you <laughs> think Rob spends too much time Shut up. on his thick and thin lines? Or anybody. Feel free to comment. Or, you know, <laughs> Brandon's like, feel free to talk some shit. 
Yes, please. Or just mention it, you know, on his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Tag Rob. Jason, stop fucking. No way. Stop talking about your art, pretentious yeah. fucktard. Uh, Hashtag pretentious. He says I like the way he varies the line weight. Hmm. But does he spend too much time varying the line weight? I mean, he could probably cut out what a good thirty minutes of your time here, an hour. <laughs> probably half. No, no, I think probably about maybe 30, 40. I don't, I don't fucking know. That's what I'm saying. You could probably cut out a good 30, 40 minutes of you adding thick to thick. I, th I think know. when you're pushing down anyways, there's enough pressure sensitivity to go thick to thin, regardless of you going back to add more of it. This is not thick to thin. This is but just I'm thin. I'm saying when, with the way you draw, you know how to push down and then release at right. the end of a sharp point. Hold on. So now here's where I'm going to be like, oh, I'm drawing the, these little axes that he has behind him. But I pushed it in the wrong direction. So you'll see me flip it. Uh, so the handle should be pointing inward, right? Should be bending backward. See, it's pointing forward. Right. See, now watch this. I do sketch the axes all the way through. See, watch, I caught myself. I'm like, God damn it. Look at this. I'm like, motherfucking son of a fucking drew it the wrong way. Right? Uh, that's funny. Right? Yeah. And then, look, I, I do draw. The axes are drawn. You're not going to see much of them, but they are blobbed in to an extent. It's more of a blob. It's more of a design than a blob, but they are there. See, I'm like, nope, they're going to go back. They're going to recede backwards. And look, the reason why I stress over that is because I grew up watching Rob Liefeld's art where you're like, that fucking sword ain't in the right direction. <laughs> There we go. So it's underneath. So you'd see under it a little bit because of the way the horizon line works. So you see under. That's how it works. And then all I do is mask in what's visible. See, like, if this were an interior, I could just keep it like that and probably be, like, enough. For, like, <laughs> But it wouldn't look cool. So here we go. <laughs> here we go now what I will do is that should I drew underneath that's staying in the art I don't erase that shit like that just stays in there at about I don't know 20-30% opacity so I'm not getting rid of those things I just keep them in now so I don't feel like oh Rob was fucking wasting time like no, I drew some shit, and here's the little wood details. It's pretty easy to do. So the axe lines up. No, like that. I was on no point in that. What, what was I doing that for? Look at that fixing fucking flaps. Like, oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> That's how you know you're a little OCD. You're like, that shit needs to just be. Well, these bandages are going to wrap around around that big wrist. Three-dimensionally. It's not just... See, it, it curves around one, two, three, four points. It's not just a straight curve. So if you're going to come up with stylized anatomy, you got to stick with it, folks. Everything else that goes above it has to follow through on those shapes. I don't know why I'm drawing a center line on that neck muscle, but 
why not? And this part where that, that, what is that called? Where the muscles on your arm stretching to your chest, whatever that is. I call them the Stephen Platt lines. He used to draw a lot of those. Right where the, your delts meet your pecs? Yeah, whatever that shit is. I don't know, man. I really don't remember names. <laughs> we took all those muscles and bone classes in college, and I literally, I realized it only made up like 7% of my grade, so I just failed it and moved on with life. Like, I just drew other shit. Like, I don't need to know this shit. I know it's there. I don't, I'm not memorizing names. So, with those lines, I duplicated them, fill it with white, and turn the opacity down about 80%. Sometimes I'll add a little white stroke. And what that does is it just lets me see the lines that are underneath, but I can also keep those lines in there. And I think having a bunch of those little, you know, 30%, 40% lines underneath help build up the illusion of detail. Like, if I erase that, it's going to look flatter. So, it stays in, but it doesn't, I don't think it muddies up the art, you know what I mean? I think it, it builds up. It's I used to clean that shit up and I'm like, why am I erasing all these lines that I spent an hour drawing? I should keep them. Some of those, see the muscles are still in there too. I keep those lines in there too. I'm like, yeah, they're in there. They're in there. See, if I just got a 3D model and just traced over it, I'd be done. But no. <laughs> no, Brandon, we have to. Yeah, no, we have to go to town. But at least nobody can ever say that you, uh, you're cheap with the art. You know what I mean? You give it your all. So this is my what I call a construct oil brush. It's the same round. It's just flattened. So it looks like uh, squishy like uh, an ellipse, like a squished ellipse. Uh -huh. And it's, at, it's the same thing. That's the only difference. But what it allows it is to get a little bit more um, detail-oriented. It's a little more specific. So anytime I need to draw like little details, then I use this. And it's set to 72%. If I want a bunch of details, I'll just turn it up to 100. Same brush. So I'm going to draw this little like wolf emblem thing that's on a sword, because it's a wolver blade. It's a wolf blade. So I'm, clever. <laughs> it's so clever. Now, do you prefer your your wolves to look more like Disney wolves or realistic wolves? I prefer. Uh, how about we just say stylized? Stylized. Yeah. I'm not, I don't like really care for realistic art, man. You know what I mean? I'm just not... I love Frazetta, man. I don't really care to draw like... I like Frazetta's right. cartoon work more, but that's just... I love his paintings, too. You know, it's just... I'm not the guy to make that stuff, man. You know? I can't think of an anime with wolves in it besides the, like... Huh? Princess sort of the Stranger, Mononoke dude. Type. Sort of the Stranger. Yeah. Mononoke had wolves, yeah. Right, I'm thinking of Mononoke, but I can't think of any other one with wolves besides... So I always refer when I think of... The Hakenden had wolves. Yeah, the Hakenden. I don't know that one. Oh, that's a good one. But I was thinking more, you know, I think of Disney Wolves, that sleek, you know, bigger body, long snout, cool look that, no. you know, I, I like. prefer you know, animation. I prefer animation. Yeah. 
definitely not realistic. I'm not a, not a fan of that. Hey, look, there's plenty of people out there who need those jobs. Why, why take them? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little egotistical. <sighs> right, that you assume that you would take them. <laughs> Want to make it more egotistical? I'll just say, why should Sketchcraft take them? Start talking about right, myself right. in the third person. <laughs> Sketchcraft turns those type of deals down all the time. <laughs> <Right>. Down in Chi-Town. <laughs> it's an inside joke. That's why that's why Rob has me. I'm a I just turn down the deals for him. I pre they send me the deals and I they're worth his time. I'll slide them I'll slide them to Rob. But now when you're drawing big items digitally, it's hard to get a sense of where you're at. So blobbing in these shapes underneath and then going around them having those big bold silhouette shapes underneath just keeps keeps everything like i don't know locked in makes it possible i i, I wouldn't know how to draw all this stuff without doing that you know if i had to just sketch swords and draw out the outlines i don't fucking know my mind doesn't work that way anymore This is a little trick you can do. Set a stroke to white, or set set a layer to fill with white and stroke black. Set it to 100%, and then you can add little like rims and extra ropes and shit like that. I think McFarlane does it to do hair too. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of that look, but it's useful for stuff. That's for certain. See, I'll use it here and add little, like, ropes around his hands. I don't know what that shit's for, but you always see those guys that have, like, those chocolate beads. They always look cool and shit. Right. I was walking around like that Chris Angel, right? We, could all, we all want to be like that, right, Brandon? <laughs> you know you do. <laughs> I wish, no, I wish I Get could your pull Daughtry off. on. I wish I, was a, yeah, I wish I was a skinny guy. I could pull off a cool leather jacket, you know, and, uh, like... Or you know, a ratted V well, the, neck, and the then, crow has that shit around his wrist and shit too, right? Doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. There yeah, you go. Yeah. See? You know, they never explained that in the movie. When I was, re I thought about the other night when he gets sh like halfway through the movie and he's got the duct tape around his wrist and stomach. Mm -hmm. They never explained it. There's no. He just scene. looks cool. He does. Yeah, he just looks cool, but he doesn't get shot anywhere where he needs to like cover up the the wounds. Oh, you that, think those should have been wounds he was covering up? But he he regenerates. Right. He doesn't have. Well, I mean, like his clothes got ripped, you know, like bullet holes shot up his stomach, maybe, or he's got electrical tape and barbed wire and started dressing himself up and shit. Yeah, it just, yeah, it just makes no sense, but I was okay with it. It's not like Daredevil season three where he gets the ropes and right. It's a fucking awesome scene though. But see, you can add a lot of little quick details using that that little trick, so it helps. Here we go with the little wooden sword, the shield. These tiny little arrows. It's like this giant, this little ass shield for that giant body. I love it. Right, right. I love it. Um, That's what I love what about animation design is you can do shit like that, you know? Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, just to go back to the the ropes on your character, uh, for people that don't know, you uh, you do a lot, you do like you're going to draw with the brush, but then you put a stroke on it, correct? And that's how it gives it that 
It's a layer effect, so it fills a layer with white and then it adds a black stroke to about one or two pixels depending on your resolution. So whenever you're drawing on there, you want to draw it 100%. Um, will fill with white and have a black stroke. If you want to delete part of it, just um, group it, add a mask, and delete them out the mask because the stroke doesn't actually exist in real time. It's kind of like an effect. So if you want to get rid of that stroke, that's how you do it. You do it in the mask. I'll have to do an art tip thing on that sometime. Yeah. You did it with your, you know, you've done it with Batman pieces for the grappling, you know. You showed me how to do it on one of my Batman pieces where the rope's going around his knuckles and hand and then, you know, he's holding the batarang. So you really want to see a good a good use of that is go look at the rum the was it Rumble Kings is it called? The Rumble Kings cover I did. It's got those four dudes and the chick on there. And I did oh, this yeah. potion guy, I like this potion belt. It looks fucking awesome. I really use it there. Proud of that potion belt. No one's gonna fucking looks like a fucking grenade belt, but with potions. Yeah, I invented that. It's not on the character. <laughs> Very proud of that belt. No one's gonna give a shit about, but I'm proud of yeah, it. Yeah, no one will. No, no one cares. No, 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 no. When I'm dead, we'll be like, "Why did we never know about that guy?" No, we don't. <laughs> you know, it's how it'll work. Look, at his belly button is not plopping over the belt. I weighed that. Should it plop over the belt, or should it be? tucked in. And I would think he'd tuck it in. Any little nicks. Little nicks. Look, and you can use that same stroke technique to add little stitches. Stitch. Stitch. Thought I might go around. I don't think I keep that. We'll see. Nope. Haha. -ha. I remember. using the lasso tool to select any rays. <sighs> Chunky thumbs. Any questions about this stuff, Brandon? Anything I'm missing? Anything you hated drawing on this piece? Like, is there anything you don't like to draw? Like, arrows or shields? I mean, is there anything no. that you just go, like, on this I'm piece? Tired of drawing this? Or ever. Yeah, or any, or any piece. I mean, you draw a lot of weapons and the art you have to do. You know, swords guns i mean do you ever get tired of any of that no shit? i should probably draw more popular characters that would probably help our fucking metrics and shit <laughs> spent a lot of my time making characters no one knows about look pretty fucking good but um not really dude like the only thing i think maybe hmm i not enjoy drawing. Uh, this stuff i enjoy i can draw belts i grew up in the 90s belts and pouches is my jam bro yeah. um <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh, I'm not a big fan of drawing endless amounts of foliage and shit. I prefer to like go the painterly route with that, you know. So, me sitting around drawing branches and trees, leaves. I'm like, I'd rather just blob that shit in and use the lasso tool and make it look like abstract than manually draw that. Because you ever see that where someone draws the shit out of like a forest scene in a comic and you just can't fucking tell. You know, it's just you're like, too much. Yeah. yeah, so like I don't really enjoy that. Characters that cover large areas, like this dude takes up most of the page, can be a little tricky digitally because um, we know when you zoom in, 
you're just doubling your or tripling your canvas so that's me just checking Get ready. this is fun I like this weird stylized uh, drapery chunky pants I don't know right and again you know you're just I hate to go back on this lot but you can tell you're just building upon your initial silhouette as part of shapes you know so you're just building layer upon layer so like these his his leg you're drawing right now obviously is going up a little higher like he's stepping forward so therefore those pants would ripple up and push up even higher and it's like it's things that you you don't think about till you know like i hate to go back but my art was shit i mean my art still is shit but i'm trying and i appreciate anyone who's ever bought my art but looking back now when i'm like man if i would have just push the wrinkles up more around the arm or around the face mask around that nose i'm like that would have just made it just so much more more dynamic and cooler well know? i want to get back to when i was saying i got some you know unasked for professional advice not too long ago um <laughs> it's not like like when a pro looks at when, when a pro quote unquote looks at art you can tell when basic shit isn't being covered you know when you're like, uh, okay, they don't understand construction. This shit's falling apart. They probably copied that shit somewhere poorly. They don't know. You can see that. You can see the understructure, the matrix code. Where the kind of advice I don't like is when you clearly I draw in a more stylized way, and then they try to go, well, maybe you should draw it like fucking, you know what I mean, like fucking Drew, you know, draw Drew Struzan or some shit like that. I don't know. You know, like, you know, you should when when. The advice should always be trying to help you achieve what you are going for better. Not, here's how I would do it, or I think you should do it to be more palatable for whatever. I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Like, like if you if Jim, if Jim Lee gets advice, I mean, if you look at Jim Lee's art and then you're like, I think this should look more like fucking Mickey Mouse, you'd be like, what planet are you on? It's not the, It's not helping. So when I see artists drawing, if they need help, I try to look at what they're they're going for and how to help them achieve what they're trying right. to do, not how to turn them into some other fucking artist. Right. What are they? What a what you said to me before? Like, what emotion are you trying to relay here? Like, because I did, I've done a Deadpool piece, and you're like, okay, are you trying to go goofy Deadpool? Or are you trying to go serious killer Deadpool? And I had no idea. I was like, that's a good point. You're like, yeah, you know, there's different. What are you trying to achieve here? You're trying to make this funny, and so I was like, "Yeah," and you're like, "Okay, what would you do?" If you find? I'm like, "I don't know." Throw up a peace sign as he's about to shoot you, and you're like, "All right, that's we could work with that," you know. So you, once you know where you're going with a piece, as far as attitude, whether it's going to be like dark, brooding, and creepy, or fun and wild, well, like, know, it just depends on the thing. Like if I was a separate pro looking at this, I'm like looking at someone's art, and I'd be like, "Well, those legs are stiff," you know, Rob. You could probably push mm -hmm. it forward, this and that. And then I'd be like, you're absolutely right, I could. But, you know what I mean, dude? At some point, man, not every art is perfect. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, right. it can't be. Like, I'm like, so it's like not that, hurting. That yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'll just have to make sure that when I color it, I can somehow fix a little bit of that in coloring as much as I can. It's not hurting the piece, but I tried to get it to another thing, and the only way to change it was to change the rest of the art. You see what I mean? Like, there was no right. way... And I didn't want so to do to that. Just forward and put that leg that's coming at you even push more forward. It would have probably looked like a Ed McGuinness. Like remember that Superman dragging the ship or something, or you know what I mean, like that classic. 
yeah. like remember cable to the, it had to look more yeah but i was like i really wasn't trying to do that kind of piece here i was really just trying to like draw the character kind of posing it just just the way it worked out so i think too man sometimes as artists especially some shape design artists sometimes we can go too far with poses you ever see an artist that you really like and then they get to around their millionth drawing and they're really kind of like forcing new poses and you're yeah. like i don't get these poses and you're like yeah because they're trying to create something they haven't done before and i'm like probably <laughs> should stop just do yeah, some shit you've I, done before <laughs> Think, do more of this it. Isn't, this isn't shade. This is a good example. But uh, Mark Bagley sat next to us at a con, and he just like he's like, yeah, I got. What, I don't know what he said to you, but it was something like what I heard was like he's got like ten go-to poses for his Spider-Man shit or whatever. And he's like, yeah, this is what they get at the con. These are, and he just busted out like all these Spider-Man sketches. And it wasn't like he was trying to recreate Spider-Man or crazy poses. Like this is, you know, they want a Spider-Man. This is what I can do in the time I have, and. Are, and you know, I have and they're going to be happy poses. with it. So yeah. I look at it like this: if you got poses that work, use them, because it's like a like a band that you know you go to see your favorite band and they're playing all their new shit, and you're like, you dicks, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> play some new shit, but you better play that fucking shit. I know that works. Otherwise, what the? F now, do you think this thick and thin was necessary? I think around the sword and the arm coming forward, I like it. Um, it's just it's not it's not needed because once you color it, your your the way you color it already pushes thick and thin because of the lasso tool and the way you color already makes shapes go forward and back. So not needed. No, it maybe around the whole thing of him, sure, but I don't hate it. But I don't I don't think it 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 changes it that much. I don't know. I'm just wondering. I got. I, this is what you look. You can't experiment on pieces you're being paid to do. Like that isn't the time for it. So that's yeah. what commissions are for. So I gotta find something that's somewhere between what I did on the Young Blood sketches I did a while back and the Burning Rangers. But I didn't have time to figure it out here. I just go with what I know. One thing I do like though is when I move to that 80% brush. You see how it's not 100% black in those lines. They're semi-transparent. The way real ink works. You know it's funny is they used to use a they always used a hundred percent lines for coloring because everything was done in channel steps back in the day and printing was done using screens and plates and they couldn't do half tones without actually having half tone dots. So now it's all digital, it doesn't matter. Um, but when you look at ink, like if you look at like Mignola's ink and stuff, it's not a hundred percent black. It's grays all over the fucking place it's semi-transparent so that's what i'm trying to when i'm adding some blacks here for inks that's what i'm trying to do is give a little bit of that um and it, keeping those transparencies in there so it's not clean and perfect the way digital lines tend to come looking like a lot of people mm -hmm. i do give that oh, what program are you using i'm like it's not the program it's the thought process you know <clears throat> Um, yeah, with this stuff, I could just probably just stop here and be like, they're done. <laughs> but, dude, it was only stop. four hours, bro, you know? Right. Look, man, I come from the era where every book that came out was a new artistic, like, push forward. You know? Now, we're moving more toward the manga realm, where it's, like, volume. You know? So, everyone's like, 
that took too long. Gotta do it faster. At that point, I'm like, fuck you. I'm taking four hours on that shield. You know? <laughs> Big difference between pinup and interiors. But look how not clean that face is, bro. Like, that's not a clean piece of art. And in the final colors, it comes up pretty fucking nice. So, I, you know, eight or nine years ago, I would have turned that down and made every little line perfect. So. Oh, yeah. You would have spent seven hours. Yeah. You would have. 12, I would have spent 12. No, I know, man. You would have printed it out, inked it. No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Actually, that would have been like three issues ago. I had to do that with the, um, like when I did the Grand Theft Auto cover. I had to um, print it out, draw the whole thing, and then trace over and re-ink it. I'm like, what the fuck? This is fucking stupid. So, but you know, you can only get to a certain point after having done things, you know, so many times, you know. So, does that make sense? Did I actually say anything right there? <laughs> I feel like I didn't say anything. You only do things after having done things for so many times. Is that? Uh, I didn't say anything, did I? Uh, it felt like a double negative, but my brain is still. You can up, only so. arrive at a process having, you know, overdone it. You can only streamline you having. Can only succeed after you failed. No, 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 no! It's not failure. How is this? Um, <laughs> you can only like how do I? You can only. Uh, what am I thinking of here? I'm trying to. You can only be efficient having been not efficient for so long, right? So be not efficient, and then you'll find somehow to be efficient. Ah, see, I'm not good you at this. Only, you can only be fat if you've been skinny. <laughs> see, you can only be skinny if you've been fat. It works either way, you know. Get as fat as you want, Brandon. Oh my God! Double, double, do it. Ooh. Double do, double do it. <laughs> I need. Why is there not a shirt called that's, Double Do It? That's 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 the new. That should be one of our podcast name. Double Do It. Yeah. <laughs> to do minimum. Do the t- the to do minimum. Brandon pops open to do's. The minimum. It's your to do list. Over, it's what you do. Over, what you do. Overdoing over, <laughs> over do. it with the minimum. Overdoing uh, it with the minimum. And Brandon just pops open a Mountain Dew every time. Uh, I over. Uh, let's overdo it. Pop open another Mountain Dew. But unfortunately, Brandon's dying. Mega Potato is not doing good, so he has to watch his soda intake. Hey, I switched from 12-ounce Red Bulls to 8-ounce Red Bulls. <laughs> that That's <out>. all. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> Literally. Literally. It's only been one week on the, on the new medications, so baby steps. <laughs> Ugh. Had I like fourteen characters to draw, I wouldn't be doing this. By the way, what you see here, right. I would let it go. Then it's one character you're going to be staring at on the page, probably. You know. Now this brush is what. There was these brushes someone put out a while ago. They were like uh, based off Game of Thrones characters, some concept artist. So he named uh, each one like one Lannister, one Drago. This was his Lannister brush. I call it Rob Land because I've just made my own opacities out of it. Uh-huh. Um, but that has like a semi-transparent with a little bit of texture. So when I want to do this little bit of the shading, I use that. And it's got like a rectangular shape to it. So it's got good coverage. None of this is necessary. I could just let this go. But here we are.
I do think it helps. It's nice that before you get to coloring, the uh, some of that push and pulls being done ahead of time. Now that right. little, what is that back there? It's an axe or something that's sticking below his crotch. I'll just delete that. Even though it lines up properly, it's getting in the way. So I'm pretty certain I'll delete that. Unless I don't, it's still in my art, and I fucking somehow forgot it. Right. <laughs> I'm like, Should have deleted that. So. That happens. Sometimes I, I make these videos, I'm like, I never did fix that. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I would say these are like cover inks, interiors. I would never do any of this. It would be 100% thin. <laughs> Yep, look. That's not working. I can see it. It's not working. And I'm checking. Yeah, his little robe goes down there. It's going through, but it looks weird. I'm checking my original blobby. I'm like, hmm. He's got these tattoos. These blue tattoos. Which I'll do in colors. I don't have to draw them. I'm trying to see how they're... I'm grabbing some of his muscle, musculature. I drew right. under there, and I'm trapping it to, so I to his body, so I can keep those. Because his lines, his legs, the, that 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 area is just appearing too basic to me. So I want some weird lines in there. So I just take all those roughy lines I had before, and I duplicate them and leave them in there at like 10% opacity, and it just leaves all this understructure stuff that keeps it from looking flat and boring. Right. I think. But, my form of cross-hatching. Remember like in the 90s everyone cross-hatched? Oh, yeah. This is my form of cross-hatching leaving in all the blob lines. You said this whole thing took you four hours from start to finish? Yeah. And that uh, back head gets drawn fast, bro. Like usually we're at the 43 minute mark and in 10 minutes I'm going to draw that fucking head. It's crazy. So where were you You think you at on real time right about now? Two hours? Uh, No, about three. Oh, okay. I thought this would be like little plants, all of this and dirt, but ended up making like that ends up being grass. I keep that. These other pieces that I thought would be dirt end up being blood. I didn't figure out the blood on a sword till I was coloring it. I'm like, it looks too clean. Like it looks fine in the drawing now, but once you color it, the game is really violent. So I was like, it's missing something. I know it's missing blood. So in the colors, which we're not going to see today, I got to, we'll record those next weekend. Um, I'm still editing that video down. So what I do, what I do do. <laughs> Uh, is I do edit out as much of the pauses. There's pausing in between where like I'll go. On, I get up every hour and walk around, and make a coffee. So I trim that out in the videos. And if I'm opening up my menus or sometimes people go, look at this Facebook page. We'll stop and look at something. I delete that stuff out. But other than that, I haven't cut out any steps or trimmed out time. So it's four hours to draw them. So I think streaming it probably was like five or six hours because of taking breaks and then looking at shit on the internet. <clears throat> Drawing things while you're streaming, man, just eats up more time. So you can see here, yeah. again, working with the eyebrows and then the nose. So it just gives me a good placeholder on the face. My nice, big, thick triangle noses. This is where it feels more like sculpting than drawing. 
This is why I get addicted to these little chiseled shapes and shit. Like, oh, right. draw the shapes. Oh, that's so much fun. After this, I'm like, fuck, I gotta draw the rest. <laughs> Can't Photoshop just autofill in the drawing? <laughs> you know? So you can just not have to try. Funny ear shapes. Ears are fun to draw. Yeah, I noticed too, like, this is weird, but since you've been helping me and working on things, it's like, even when I draw the ears now, like on that uh, Rick and Morty test stuff I've been doing, I, I like my ears to be a little thicker, more rounded, you know, instead of flat, how they might have been in the past. Um, I think that's just all part of, like I say, in the shape play. That once you start to like making shapes and construction, it's fun to think of like, okay, how can I make this a normal shape, but also put a little fun to it. So. Yeah, and that's how style comes out, is you just start playing with shapes. It's not, here's how I draw ears. It's not even about that at all. It's just, I can construct an ear shape this way. I can construct a shape. It can be more round. It can be tubey. It can be cylindrical. It can be like a triangle. It can be like a diamond. You know? So. <clears throat> and if you're going to be doing any kind of design work, you, you really... You better start. You better start thinking about shapes, folks. Right. Hundred percent. Spent my whole week working on shapes at work. Can't talk about it. But let's just say it wasn't fun. <laughs> you know. Uh, I was gonna make a joke, but it might be. No, don't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I won't. I'll tell it to you off air, and you'll go, "Ha ha!" These are clever. Nice. Brand. It's got that nice. Uh, what a Chris Christopherson lip, right? Juicy. Yeah. He uses that Viking chapstick, that yak milk. I have I no know. idea what you're talking about. about. Yeah. I don't know anything about Vikings. All I thought it was like a yak. He's not a Viking. He's a British Saxon warrior, dude. They're fighting Vikings. We're <laughs> fighting Romans in this Vikings. era. No, 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 don't. You're going to piss off. Dude. It's about British history. Don't. No. Uh, you might learn I, something. I it's actually based off British history, the whole game. So if you want to learn something about British history you didn't even know, go play Wolverine. Then I shall shut my mouth. Yeah, you're going to piss him off. About them fighting the Romans back in the day. Back in the day. So far, Ari is the only one in the chat room chatting. We appreciate you, Ari. Eh, well, keeping that, keeping that chat they'll all be like, I didn't know. I'm like, I don't care. His mustache on the right side sticking out a little too much, but you can fix that once it's drawn. This is where erasing things like 80% helps because you can erase, keep some of it, erase one more time, keep less of it. But there's still a faint version of it somewhere in the drawing. The way to think about that is, if you want to think about food, it's kind of like, you know, when you're making a soup, you want, you want every little crumb on the pan, right? You want to deglaze the pan, you want to add flavor much as possible. Plus, I can't spend hours drawing things and then not keep it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't be like, I drew that shit and I deleted it. Like, nope, I'm keeping all of it. Otherwise, I can't justify to myself. Plus, half the fucking shit disappears once it's colored. 
just kind of falls into the art. You there, Brandon? I am here. I'm watching. Sometimes when you get quiet. Oh, sorry. Sometimes I, I, I catch myself just watching the video as like a fan. Were you learning? You're I'm like, oh, learning. shit. I just, That's, that that yeah. could have helped me two weeks ago. Why didn't Rob bring it up? Right. <laughs> well, I look at certain things, too. I'm like, oh, man, you know, I could have a little more chunkiness on that on the lines or the shape so sometimes i start watching i'm like okay all right rounded that drew the line down i'm like all right now see i'm gonna do now that that chin's built i'm gonna i blob in this tuft a second time i'm not keeping the original tuft because it doesn't line up now which is fine it's just a placeholder you know so once i blob that in i duplicate it fill it with white and then i draw right over that shape cool part about filling it with white is even though that white is turned down to opacity once i once I like the shape, I'll delete the orange, turn that white back up to 100%, and then I can merge those together, and it goes right over the previous lines. Really efficient way of just building up, you know, shapes and facial hair and whatever else you want to use it for without, you know, endlessly erasing and lining things up, you know. Two angry dudes. I'll probably fill that area back there up with black. I feel like I should. The right around the chin to the beard area. Yeah, once it's sometimes though you gotta wait until I know I have to move that stash over, so I'll do all that after the fact. <laughs> I already know. You can see how much faster this is going. It doesn't take long to draw these giant heads. Right. That's why I went with the giant head. And these little lines just help build up the three-dimensionality of it. I'm like, how much is it going? There's the center. See, I found center. I'm sticking to that construction. Nope, center's off. <laughs> I can tell. Like, nope, center's off, dick. Fix it later. Move on to something else. Restrengthen some of these lines. At some point, I'm like, I'm definitely stalling. <laughs> like, I could be finishing the rest of this drawing. But I'm going to keep adding these little bit, little bit of hairlines. Which means I don't have to fucking draw. This shouldn't pause too long. I try to get most of these little pauses out, but even I miss one. Right. You can't take breaks, though. You're not a machine anymore, Rob. Seven more minutes or ten more minutes on this video. So. Be coming. 
So now we're at 10 more minutes, which means we're this will be about the we have about 40 minutes remaining in real time at this point. Those lines that I did there, I don't remember. I don't think I keep them. Maybe I do. It's something I do when I ink traditionally. I never would have come up with those lines digitally. So it always helps to do traditional art and then come back to digital and vice vice versa. They, they tend to like inform the other. You'll find shapes and line marks that you make with traditional inking that you wouldn't digitally and back and forth. But digital draw art just means I can do a lot more faster, you know, mm -hmm. and I can get a level of it can be cleaner, quicker. I know this looks messy, but it can be a lot less messier traditionally, you know. So it can be more specific. It just, but it's cool though. I mean, it adds, you know, grit, roughness to the guy. So if people are like, oh, is it necessary? It's like, well, you know, little details like that just add that gritty, nasty look like he's been through some shit. So a good exercise to do, folks, is to uh, take on some characters that aren't popular. Take on some games that aren't popular. It's going to be the things that you're able to add to a project that will get you hired. Not, okay, everyone can draw Batman because Batman's pretty cool. You fuck that up, you know, it's a given. <laughs> you know, like, right. you, you literally take on other characters that aren't so well-known and learn how to you know, it's not that the it's not the characters suck; it's just they're not well known. You know, right. give them the that extra bit of love because beginning projects, beginning careers, they always start with things that aren't as well known. So yeah. I just, yeah. and you, hmm? as I was say, you never know too what someone's going to see that recognizes your art. Like you did a piece of art. I won't say I don't want to say which, but a long time ago of a certain character that led you to getting future jobs. You know what I mean? Someone's like, hey, and it wasn't a character. Okay, so I could say this about Spyro. I got the Spyro gig because I did a piece of Crash Bandicoot art several years ago when no one, no one was caring about Crash Bandicoot seven years ago. You know, nah, there was no was Crash that uh, the remake that Visceral Games did, and you know, like that didn't exist. So, and then people who 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 own those characters saw that, and they and I did my own version of it. I wasn't just drawing like stock art, you know. So they were like, what else could you do if you did other characters? And I'm like, well, it would look like this. It would look like that. So those things pay off. Um, that being said, too, there sometimes I'll be handed characters like Clockwork Knight. Can you make Clockwork Knight look cool? So I always think, like, if you can't get your head around it because you don't know where to start, just say to yourself, who's your favorite, like, one of your favorite artists, like, Brian, like, Joe Mad? Who, who's one of your favorite Joe artists? Mad. Joe Mad. Joe Mad. Like, you know if Joe Mad drew fucking anything you're out for, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. You don't really care what it is. So, that it has, you want to get to that point. And to get to that point, you got to, a way to in is to find shapes for those characters that maybe don't exist in the original art. Depends on how much leeway you have, too. But if you're on your own, you could redesign anything. Redesign is really a matter of just finding the types of shapes you'd like to use for that character. 
And you see that little like squiggly where his ear was on my initial blobby? That's in the final art. I never delete that shit. That I keep look <laughs> it's right. I just leave that shit in there now. I'm like, yeah, who cares? A client would probably tell me to take it out. I'm like, no. Staying in. That comes too, man. Just you see enough paintings up close. They always look super clean when you look at them in books or online. You know, but you'll see real paintings, you're like, that shit's all fucked up. It's because it's meant to be seen from six feet away, behind a rope. <laughs> right. <laughs> Under certain lighting and mm -hmm. everything, yeah. These uh, triangle tufts. These are fun to draw. I came up with these. Remember I did that, like, Viking robot a few years back? Commission. He wanted a Viking robot. Yeah. So, yeah, I came up with these, like, chunky shapes. These tufts. On that piece. And you'll discover your own go-to shapes for things. Then people are like, all you ever do is draw these things like that. Did you learn to draw? It's like, yeah, okay. I did learn to draw. That's how I arrived here, fucker. Like, <laughs> once I learned how to draw, I came up with these shapes. You know, go invent your own shapes. As if I defaulted this because I didn't know how to draw. It's so weird, man. It's weird what people think. That they think they know. Versus... I think you got there because you didn't know what you were doing. You're like... Okay, well, I got there, though, right? <laughs> How was your week? What did you do? Yeah. Nothing fun. I went on to Twitter and complained about The Rise of Skywalker for eight hours. Well, there you go. <laughs> Movie's not even out. But all right. well spent. Yeah. All right. Well, don't worry. They'll make more Star Wars movies you can complain about. They're coming. I don't care what they say. We had a whole theme park. Two of them. They're making more movies. I don't care what you think. <laughs> right. I worked on Star Wars merch. I know how it goes. Alright. So this is where I took that blobby, desaturated it, and then... Now I am doing a second cleanup on these tufts, but you see I'll keep my first pass on it in there. Along with the blobby pass. Which just adds a level of detail that doesn't actually exist. Just adds. I got people look at this. They go, "Your shit's so clean." I'm like, "Is it though? Like, is it? It's funny. Left a lot of junk right. in there. Left a lot of noise and junk and stuff. So don't feel like you're, don't feel like you have to go in there and make everything perfect, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Might look worse. Unless it does look worse, and fix that shit. I'll be like, Sketchcraft told me to keep it all fucked up. I'm like, damn it. And I streamed that device too, so they can prove it. Then we had the thick brush. 80%. 72. Who's counting, right? The difference between a C and a B, Brandon. 
my dad only wanted A's, so it really didn't matter which one I got. If it went an A, I, right. I was in I was in trouble. So, I was growing up at Sketchcraft's house. <laughs> I thought there'd be a reward for when I got straight A's. When I finally achieved that, he just said, "Now you got to maintain it." I'm like, "God, fucking!" It's like when you beat a game on hard and you realize you got the same ending. <laughs> You're like, "Why? Why? It's the same ending. It's fucking easy. Why did I do that?" Yeah, yeah. How did I really benefit? <laughs> See... These really cool Photoshop artists that just like draw everything with an outline and then just paint details would have been done four hours ago. <laughs> I always look at that style of painting and I'm like, man, that, that's really efficient. If I did that, I could draw like four of these things. Oh, well. Yeah. I grew up in, the, in an era where people drew shit, so. You right. Know, it's shoulder, in, shoulder pads, pouches. It's in me to draw shit. You know, it's, it's just in there. This is when you know the drawing's done, but you're like, I can, I can, I can plus it. <laughs> I can push it further. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's, that's about it right around. I'm just checking under structure opacities. That's it. So Looks me... dope. Looks cool just like that, even without the color. All white? Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the final. Like, I like lines, you know. So you can see I left that ear shape in there. <laughs> Uh, it's funny. Look at that. Shit's all fucked up. I'm not even drawing at high res, dude. Like these are only two thousand by three thousand pixels, twenty three hundred by thirty one hundred pixels. It's irrelevant. Uh, keeps the brush a little softer. And if I need to upres it, I just upres it and unsharp mask. Looks fine. So. I mean, that's a lot of detail just for what it is. It's a lot of detail. So I think I probably went back and added a little Nixon in the boards here and a couple of these little like bandages. But like and I added some stitch lines here. But this right. what I do this like when I wake up the next morning and I'm like, I got ten minutes, twenty minutes to like warm up. So I warm up by adding little pluses. So I've added a little bit of bits here on his the stroke things are added here. So this is the same. I didn't change anything on him, but here I added like that. And uh, yeah. and then we will get to the colors next weekend where I turn it into Yay. this. So, any other questions about digital inks, digital drawing, brand? Anything now? No, uh, just uh, one last thing. You use Adobe P uh, Photoshop PS6 now? This is, PS this is CS6, yeah. CS6. I could have used 5. 
I just went back to six for one reason and one reason only. Um, when I use the eyedropper tool, you can select current layer and below. So when I'm coloring, it just helps because I have the retro textures on top and I don't want to select the retro textures. I want to select the actual colors. Right. And so it just got so annoying to me. And with CS6, um, if you have a grouped folder with a bunch of stuff in it, if you hit Control J, you can duplicate the folder with the stuff in it. On CS5, you have to take it and drag the folder to the new thing. So I know it's whatever. There are some minor. It does crash a little bit more often, so you gotta save your shit. But, and if you like brushes, more brushes are compatible with CS6 and CS5. So, but I own both. So five was given to me by a friend. So I didn't pay for that. So I bought six a while back, and then I never used it. And I was like, why did I spend money on that shit? Um, <laughs> but I just got so tired of selecting, turning my retro textures off and selecting, that I just went back. Matter of fact, I did it when I was coloring this fucking piece. <laughs> I was like, tired of it. Tired of it. Just want to be able to select some shit. So, but that, um, you will eventually see on the coloring that stroke technique got used on the blood. So I blobbed in the blood and then I added that little stroke around it to give some stylized blood. So, and those, these pieces I thought were dirt ended up becoming blood. So, the ones that's colored, that leg doesn't look as stiff as it did before, you know? So, um, but yeah, that, a lot of those little, like, see, it looks all clean and shit, but it's not. So that's the thing, too. Once you understand what will fly when things are colored, you, you can learn to be like, well, this will work, that doesn't matter, this is important, that isn't. So you can pick and choose. Right. Are we good? Did I we, think so. Did we do it? We did it. All right. Okay. All right, everybody, if you have any questions or comments, leave them in the comments below when this is on YouTube. We'll be back next weekend. We're going to do audio commentary for the coloring on Wolverblade. And then Saturday school, again, will be first Saturday of every month. And we're going to stick that. We're going to stick Saturday schools to traditional art only. How about that, Vernon? How about that, right? So we'll make a big thing out of that, too. We'll be like, get your pencils and your papers and hit Brandon in the head. No, you know, like... <laughs> We gotta come up with a good theme song, right, Brandon? Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, you're looking forward to that, I can tell. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging out with me. We gotta get out of here. I'm out of here. Thank you, Brandon. So goodbye. Bye. <sighs> we did it. Show's over.